you still here? Welcome back. I'm here. You're here. Okay, well, I can't get rid of you. Welcome back to the Jewish Robe Podcast. And if you are still here, this is day number 10. We're going through a series called Hidden in Plain Sight. Why Christians should care about the Jewish High Holy Days. And my hope is that as you've gone through the days of awe with us, that this has stirred something for you, something new and different and something that's been there all along, but maybe you just hadn't seen, maybe it hasn't been explained to you. So we hope that there's been a lot of ahas. And here on this last day, um, we're calling this the scapegoat that became the goat. And I looked at you and I said, do you know what the goat is? You said, what is this? G-O-A-T. Yeah. Have you heard of this before? Well, I know what a goat is. <laughs> it's not that though. I'm going to I'm going to bring you up to speed yeah. on some cultural phenomenon oh, oh here. Boy. Are you ready? Okay. GOAT stands for greatest of all time. Ah, greatest of all time. Michael Jordan, the GOAT. I, right. I thought Tom it was, Brady. I thought it was William, Willie Mays. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady, the GOAT. So, but there's a scapegoat and this story here, uh, as we're we're bringing this to a close, the 10 days of awe are now coming to a close with Yom Kippur, and uh, that is the Day of Atonement, and this is the day, uh, probably the pinnacle of all of the Jewish holidays. This is the the culmination of all of it. Uh, this is where we fast, we pray, we go to services, and this day has enormous significance. Yeah, yeah. It it is it is the Day of Atonement. Uh, he, uh, God said in Leviticus 17, 11, that the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your sins. And so uh, it's it, this is the highest holy day on the Jewish calendar. Yeah, and really in the, in the Jewish realm, there are many services that are held uh, and it culminates in this final service. This final service signifies the locking of the gates of heaven. It's the last chance to make amends before the book of life is sealed for another year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know that there's a different story. And that story is laid out. And a great place to look, and we're going to give you just a quick couple minute synopsis, is right here in Leviticus 16. Yeah. And actually, this is, uh, this is the sixth of seven feasts given to Israel or appointed times. And uh, why is it so significant as appointed time? Well, in Leviticus 16, he explains, he says, and, and when he has made an end of atoning for the holy place and the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. And Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the people of Israel and all their transgressions, all their sins, and he shall put them on the head of the goat and send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is in readiness. And you can almost picture as he's laying his hands on the goat and he's confessing all of the sins of all of the people of Israel, it sounds something like the alchet, right? Yeah. He's, he's pronouncing for the sins that we, we, we did knowingly and the sins that we did unknowingly. And as the people are watching this scene, they hear their sin. Right? They yeah. hear, oh yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that. And oh, that poor goat, that, that sin is being cast onto that goat. That was me. Yeah. They, they hear themselves in the proclaiming of the sins upon yeah. the goat. Yeah. The, the days of awe turn into the days of oi. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you know, congratulate. I just need to tell you that the temptation for you to do that way back on day one as we started this was really 
it was really hard for you, but you made it to day ten. We did it. It, it, it fit right in here. Oh, so anyway, congrats, Mazel Tov. It, it says that in verse twenty-two, the goat shall bear all the iniquities on itself to a remote area, and he shall let the goat go free in the wilderness. This is called the Azazel. Yes. That goat that goes free in the wilderness. All of the sins of Israel confessed upon the head of that goat, and he's taken out into the wilderness, and he and he's gone. Uh, but then, in verse 29, it says, And it shall be a statute to you forever, that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and shall do no work, either the native or the stranger who sojourns among you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you, uh, before made for you to cleanse you. You shall be clean before the Lord from all your sins. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest to you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. Yeah. And it's. We, we did a deep dive on this, actually in Passover, uh, in the Passover season. If you want to go back, you can look at episode number 45, but we called that one, The Guilty One is Set Free. Yeah. The Guilty One is Set Free, and essentially, we are the guilty ones that have been set free. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what is what is really interesting here is that in that story, we're... we're at Yom Kippur right now, the Day of Atonement, but if you go back and... Uh, the thing is acted out during the Passover. Uh, and during that story of the Passover, Yeshua, Jesus, went before Herod, and Herod could find nothing worthy of death that he had done, Luke 23. Uh, and Pilate attempted uh, once and then a second time to free him. The second time he offered the people a choice because they had a custom that they had developed uh, during the Passover and what that was was the Roman authorities would release one Jewish prisoner as a goodwill gesture. Yeah. And so Pilate is there and he's, the, you know, this is, this is the big moment. And who is it that's going to be released? Who yeah. gets pardoned on this time? Well, if, if you recall what takes place, what's taking place there, and John lays it out uh, in about chapter 18, next to Yeshua on either side of Pilate, is uh, there are two of them, Yeshua and another man named Barabbas, who according to Mark chapter 15 and verse 7, had made in insurrection and in the insurrection had committed murder. And so Barabbas was actually guilty of the crime that they were accusing Yeshua of. And what's remarkable is that Barabbas was not a proper name, but it was a Greek transliteration of the Aramaic words bar, which means son, son of, and Abba, father, which is the father. So making him the son of Abba or the son of the father. And we have, we have other uh, sources in origin and uh, codex uh, uh, that has substantiated uh, one issue, and that is that Barabbas, he's the son of Abba, but his name was really Yeshua also. So he is Yeshua, son of the father. And Jesus, who was the true Yeshua, the true son of the true father, they're identical, at least in name, right? You essentially have two goats that are there um, in, in typified in 
Jesus and Barabbas. Yeah, the two goats on Yom Kippur were exactly identical. And so we have this kind of typology here that we see during the trial of Jesus that he is there, Yeshua, the son of the father, and you have Barabbas, who is Yeshua, the son of the father. And we have a picture here of this uh, parallel uh, of the guilty one who is set free and the innocent one who is sacrificed. And so Jesus, who was innocent, um, all of the sins of all of the people are cast upon him as Jesus is on the tree, on the cursed tree. He is being cursed and all of our sins are being cast upon him, much in the same way as the Alchet, all of our sins. He who knew no sin became sin on our behalf. And so he was the one that took that as the, the sacrificial Lamb, he was the goat um, that took our sin, and then we, who were really the ones who were guilty, were actually set free. Yeah, we are Barabbas. Yeah, yeah. You want to get the deep dive again? Go to episode forty-five on the Jewish Road podcast, and you can hear more. Um, but we're wrapping up here. This is this has been ten days of the days of awe going through and really uh, the the Jewish high holidays high holy days they they culminate in one more uh, there is the Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot and we will uh, be doing that in a separate podcast coming up but we want to just take these 10 days uh, as you reflect and you think about these last 10 days and we've been going through some of these things what's what's the big overriding takeaway that we should be gleaning from uh, going through these last 10 days? Well, I, th- I think the thing that we uh, need to really come to grips with is the fact that, you know, we are a lost humanity. Uh, we have uh, been departed from God by our sins, and we need a way back. And all of this throughout these 10 days of awe, you can see uh, amongst the Jewish people an effort to make their way back to God, and yet God has already provided the way back. Yeah. I think that we, we need to be grateful for our salvation. We need to be grateful for what, what has been given to us, that that atonement, that covering has not just been once and it expires every single year, but that it is once and done for all. Yeah. 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 Well, we hope that this has been a blessing for you. We hope that this has been something that has uh, stirred your heart and soul, that you've looked at September a little bit differently. And uh, this is what we're about. We're trying to connect these, these stories, Act 1 and Act 2, and to tell them as one big, it's one story. Yeah, there is actually a bridge between the two of them. I remember the story of the rich man and Lazarus in uh, Luke 16. And after they both died, Lazarus went to Abraham and the rich man went to his place and uh, he realized where he was in hell and there was a gulf fixed between them. And so, you know, the, the big story is, is that, Yeshua has uh, remedied that gulf. He has made the bridge uh, that crosses over that, that we don't have to go there. The bridge doesn't cross between God and hell, but it crosses between our sin and God. Yeah. So as as followers of the Lord, as as followers of Yeshua, uh, this day is a mirror for us to be able to look back at our lives and to be able to think, Uh, through uh, this ultimate sacrifice, but we also want to be praying for our Jewish people, especially on this Yom Kippur, uh, that their eyes would be open to see that their ultimate atonement does not lie in rituals, but in the sacrificial 
love and blood of the Lamb. Yeah. Um, so as you go out, may you be blessed. Feel free to share this with uh, other friends. Uh, share this with the Jewish community. And uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, we say Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Shalom. <laughs>